Real Golf Radio. It's a reround now on the tee. Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Protecting the rights of you and your loved ones. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio. All right, welcome in. It's hour number three of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks for joining us here every Saturday morning, 6 to 9, right here on 1280 The Zone. Always a pleasure to have you aboard. And uh, cold weather seeping in, starting to, uh, I don't know why I always feel like I need to begin the third hour with a weather update. I guess it's just a <laughs> weekly chronolo- chronological discussion or timeline about the the golf and the, the the situation or environment in which we find ourselves playing golf, right, Bob? I just feel like I want to lead off with that. I don't know why. Well, especially in the fall, as you, as you know, the weather starts to change and that kind of thing. Um, one of the things we love is fall weather and and seeing the leaves change and being out on the golf course and the green and and everything that's gone. But the thing that you're talking about is, you know, we're leading into winter and we got to take some time off. Not so good. Yeah, the, the golf season. Well, we'll just have to make a little longer drive to play golf. I don't mind the leaves falling. There you go. It's when the leaves are blowing about 40 miles an hour through my window uh, like we experienced this week uh, heading into the weekend. So, But nonetheless, hey, uh, hopefully it holds out. You know, that's what good good gear is for. Get out there and play some golf and enjoy it. And uh, you know what? We're really excited to welcome in. We've, we've got a major announcement today uh, also on the show, which we're super excited about. You know, we've uh, we've had tremendous sponsors. One of the things that, that's been one of the, um, you know, in 20 years of doing Real Golf Radio, we've had the opportunity to meet some great people. We've had the opportunity to build some long-lasting relationships. And you hear about those each week right here on the show. And we're really excited to welcome in a new sponsor, uh, a new partner of ours in Mountainland Supply. And uh, joining us right now is the Director of Marketing for Mountainland Supply Company, Tim White. Hey, Tim, how are you, man? I'm great, Brian. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we really appreciate it. This is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I just wanted to bring you on on this first week as we kick things off with Mountainland and and talk about you know, what it is that, uh, that you saw with Real Golf Radio and what we can do in our audience and what we need to know and how we can support each other in our efforts. So um, I, I guess, first of all, again, thanks for being a part of the show. We're really excited to have you on board. And why don't we just kind of begin with, you know, what does Real Golf Radio and Mountainland Supply sort of have in common? Why, why the sponsorship? What's the connection there? Good question. You know, we, we're the exclusive Rainbird Golf Irrigation Distributor in Utah. And uh, what that means is um, we are heavily involved in, in uh, supporting our local pros and superintendents across uh, the state, all the way from St. George, you know, all, uh, up, to, up to Logan and beyond. Um, you know, we want uh, local golfers to know that they can shop uh, where the pros shop. Um, they can get, you know, pipes, sprinklers, controllers, drip irrigation tools, everything they need to make their lawn and yard as nice as our local courses here in Utah are. And a lot of that has to do with our relationships with the pros and the superintendents at all the golf courses across the state. I love that, Tim. In fact, I think, sorry, Bob, one second. What what I like is I think there's a a connection there. If we're, if you're a golfer, is it not Bob? And you, you, you can appreciate this. If you, if you find yourself being a golf enthusiast, you find, you often find a correlation between their yard and the way a golf course (laughs) looks. We, we sort of want that. Now, in my case, Apparently, I spend a lot of time in the rough because that's a little bit how my yard looks at the moment. But normally, that if you if a person is out that's a, that can appreciate golf, they like their yard to mimic 
if you will, what they see and experience when they're out on the golf course. Do you, do you see the same thing there, Tim? A- absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm kind of uh, the same way. You know, before I, I started working with Mountainland, um, I didn't have that much uh, background in, in uh, the things that we sell here now, but uh, uh, I find that now I go around the golf course, I'm a little picky. I get, uh, I kind of like, you know, oh, there's a bear patch over there and, and uh, you know, and so you, you start to learn uh, things that uh, you can utilize uh, as far as tools and, and uh, products that could enhance your, your own, you know, lawn or yard. Um, and, and I've seen that with the, you know, the golf courses as well. And I, I oftentimes will finish around. I'll go up and talk to the pro a little bit and like, Oh, it looks like you're having trouble on number six over here. And, you know, <laughs> and we kind of have these awesome. discussions about it. So, yeah. And, you know, and I'm not even an expert by any means. Uh, there's, you know, lots of, uh, our salesmen and countermen at, uh, Mountainland that, uh, you know, know it. Uh, are, are experts in this stuff. And, and so they're kind of the same way and we're all kind of, I guess, a little picky when it comes to that stuff. So, um, but you know, probably one of the biggest things, um, that, uh, we could share with our, uh, listeners is, is that, um, we can do their designs for them. If, if they can come to us with some, you know, basic general me- uh, measurements of their yard, uh, we can work with them to make, uh, designs that they can feel confident in that uh, will work and function great and look amazing. Um, and another thing people don't always think about with their lawn uh, and yard is outdoor lighting. Um, whether it's holiday lighting that you want to set up with smartphone technology uh, or your traditional outdoor lighting, um, you want to accent a walkway or highlight your trees and shrubs. Um, we'll get you the best quality products exclusively at Mountain Land Supply, not available at you know, a lot of the big box stores. So it's, you, you're getting kind of wholesale high end, the kind of stuff that, uh, the, uh, our golf courses will use uh, a little bit more industrial, a little bit, uh, better quality products, um, that you can get from us. So those are things I'd like our listeners to know about. Um, and, and it will enhance their yards. It will enhance their, their home and, and, um, that's, that's what we're all about is just sharing that knowledge with other people. What are some of the most exciting things that, uh, that you want our listeners to know about that we're going to do in conjunction with, uh, with real golf radio and provide from the golfing industry? Well, uh, we, we have some of the best relationships with local pros and superintendents in the, uh, in the state. Uh, they're, they're going to share some great things this year with you guys. Uh, um, some great tips, not only maybe uh, golfing tips for uh, your game, but also uh, things, tips and tricks and, uh, you know, special things that they know about when it comes to, you know, taking care of your lawn, uh, taking care of your uh, irrigation uh, components like uh, controllers and sprinklers, those kinds of things um, that they have a real understanding about and maybe you know, as lay people and, and at home, we don't always know all of those things. And, and so they're going to give us some great tips that way. Um, we're also really excited about the partnership we have with Real Golf Radio and our Mountainland Valley View Open, uh, which we hold in August at uh, Valley View Golf Course in Layton. Um, 
that tournament is really big for the local pros and amateurs in Utah. Um, they, if you ask any of them, they'll tell you it's probably one of the best tournaments of the year that they get to go to. And we raise thousands of dollars every year for primary children's hospital, uh, from this tournament. And so, uh, enriching our community is one of our core values. And we love that, uh, we see the fulfillment of that in, in that tournament every year. So those are some of the things to kind of look forward to over, you know, into the summer and stuff. But, uh, uh, there's plenty to talk about with, uh, in the wintertime too, with all these, uh, um, you know, pipes are going to freeze. We're going to have, you know, things crack and break. And, and so we can talk about how we can supply those things for our, uh, uh, our listeners and, and be able to help them with uh, what they need and be ready for the uh, spring. I love it. Tim White's the director of marketing for Mountainland Supply and Company here in Utah. And I'll tell you what, these guys have the what you need. You know what I love about it is we always, and I've done this before, I've talked to the superintendent of the course. Hey, I've got this going on. What what do you know? What can you help me with? Where should I go? This is where they go. This is the place, Mountainland Supply. They have what you need to be able to make your yard function like the, they do with efficiency on a golf course. I mean, this it's tremendous stuff and you don't have to deal deal with some of the cheap stuff that you might see other places, you can actually get good quality components. And one of the things that I love, Tim, is I've got, when you mentioned not understanding sprinklers, I do have a section of my yard that I've never quite been able to figure out. It's a fairly narrow section. And when I get the sprinkler that gets big enough to cover the grass, it's hitting my window, you know, my, my basement window. And that worries me. I don't want any, you know, water to, to be hitting that. Plus, you know, it's it, cleaning hard water off your, your windows, even if it's not causing any sort of damage, it, it still is, doesn't look very good. So I tend to have a really issue, a, a big issue with that. And, and I'm sure there's some things I can do. So the idea of architecting a little bit better the way my, not only the sprinkler, which sprinkler heads, but also the way it works and how often that type of thing. That's something I'm looking forward to getting to know. Oh yeah, that'd be great. We would love to help you out, Brian. Just come in and we'll, you know, they're going to sit down and kind of, you know, take your measurements, look at things and be able to say, all right, that's the right head for this. You know, it's going to have this kind of quarter turn or half turn or full turn or whatever it needs to be to be able to maximize you're watering for that area and, and not necessarily have to use as much water or wastewater. So those are just, uh, again, you know, a small example for yourself, but everybody has a patch like that somewhere, you know, and uh, we can help them with that. So we appreciate being on the, on the show and are excited to sponsor it. So. Yeah. Well, thanks, Thank Tim. You. We appreciate it. You know, if they take my measurements down there at Mountainland, they'll probably hand me a shovel and suggest I do some <laughs> manual labor. That's what if they, if they take my measure. Oh, oh, you're talking about the yard. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Measurements in the yard. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> you know, Keith Clearwater tried to give me help one time on how I could improve my yard. He's like, I got you. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, we can do this. So if, if, Keith can, if, if Keith, who professional golfer, can geek out about trying to help me with their yard, let's actually turn to the actual turf pros, not – golf pros you know here so yeah, anyway there you go but uh, we'll look forward to that hey tim thanks so much man we really appreciate it looking forward to learning more about mountain land supply and thanks for your sponsorship of the show the valley view open and and everything you're doing to, to help raise money for a primary children's hospital and and be a part of the golf community i think that's really important and golfers in this community one thing we've noticed is they love to support one another and good causes and so being a part of that i think is smart uh, from a marketing standpoint from a business standpoint so uh congratulations kudos to you and uh, we look forward to hearing more about it as the show continues. All right. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate you got being it, a man. part of it. 
You got it. There you go, Tim White. He's the director of marketing for Mountainland Supply. All right, as we mentioned, uh, we've had a lot of great interviews in the first couple of hours, and uh, one of those was the caddy. In fact, we got into some rules that we have to talk about, and there were definitely some rules snafus this week in the world of golf to the tune of one guy getting fifth or 10 and a lady getting 58 strokes penalty. A penalty stroke. I mean, it's unbelievable. This is just, you can't make this stuff up when it happens in one one week. We got to talk about it. And we did so with the caddy. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is. The caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, Caddy joins us each week right here on Real Golf Radio, and we're happy to have him. Always fun and entertaining. Caddy, how are you, man? I'm just enjoying life. What can I say? I love that. So, Caddy, this week, uh, I think we have to take a little bit of a turn. We might need some stories. I need you to reach back into the archives because it was a bit shocking to see that one golfer received 58 penalty strokes in her two rounds of golf played. 58. As Jeff Babineau so eloquently put it on social media, that gives new meaning to the 59 watch. The most impressive thing about that, it took until the fifth or sixth hole of the second round before anyone in the group noticed that her caddy was lining her up on putt. When you're caddying, I don't really know about playing, but when you're caddying, people ask me all the time, hey, does that guy cheat or does this guy do I'm like, I have no idea. I, I don't watch the other guy. I'm so <laughs> focused on what I'm doing. I don't even know what the other guy just made on the hole. According to the story, it was one of the caddies that finally said something on that fifth or sixth hole or that finally noticed it and said something. So that's when she went to the rules official or called for a rules official and explained what was going on. And then she counted up what she had done, and it was 58 shots. So it brings to mind, caddy. What are some, I mean, I don't know that you can top 58 strokes, as she said. And again, we're talking about um, Leanne Walker, who played in the senior LPGA championship at French Lick in Indiana. She would have shot rounds of 85-74, but that, with the penalty strokes, bumped it up to 127 and 90. Yikes. Mm. It's going to be tough to beat that as far as number of penalties, but most egregious penalties. Uh, Marcel Sim also this week realized that uh, he was playing lift clean in place or preferred lies, whatever you want to call it, when in fact preferred lies was not in play. He'd already played nine holes. Right. So we got a 10 shot penalty and decided, well, that's going to be too much for me. I'll, I'm out. See you later. I think my favorite one recently was the Jasper Parnovic, where he hit a putt that lipped out and hit him in the foot. And according to the rules, you have to just replay the putt. Because he didn't take a mulligan, as they described it, he was penalized for playing the next ball from the wrong location. And his first stroke (laughs) didn't count. So go figure that one out. Wait, 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 wait. Back that up. Say again? He had a short putt. It lipped out. It rimmed out 360, and he was stepping in, probably stepping into it, and it lipped out and it hit his his shoe. Now, if a ball hits a shoe, hits a player or anybody else unintentionally, you have to replay the shot. So technically, he should have replaced the ball and replayed the putt with no penalty. But he didn't do that. And so he got penalized for playing the next ball from the wrong location instead. 
No penalty for hitting yourself in the foot with a putt. If it it used to be, though. It but they sure changed that. They changed that. Yeah. Wow. That is a, a bit of an obscure ruling on that new rule change that I didn't know or wasn't aware of. That's mm. that's fascinating. That, so that leads my conspiracy theory mind. But now I understand why Kevin Nod does the quick reach. Because if he lifts one out, it can bounce off his foot and he gets to re-putt it with no penalty. See? Mm. So he's not he's not doing it he's not intentionally touching the ball but there's a much greater chance that a ball could lip out and hit him because his foot's there getting ready to pick it out of the hole right so, yep so you're telling me if a putt hits a foot on the green that it's like hitting a, a, a an electrical wire off the tee it's just an automatic redo no penalty correct and you said if it hits anybody so if you miss a putt just have your caddy go up there and put his foot there for insurance I purposes. Would, I think that would appear to be fairly intentional. Oh, oh. Oh, that's where the unintentional word comes into play. Yes. If that happened to Kevin Knopf, he clearly isn't intentionally trying to do that, but it could happen. I mean, he's right there. All right, well, that's interesting. I, I guess I'll try the unintentional foot to be in a proper place should I miss or lip out my next putt. But that, that's got to be a pretty rare thing. You know, Jesper was also, he was the yardage or the uh, scorecard ruler ruling as well. That was one that actually got changed also by keeping the correct score, but on the wrong card, right? Yeah. He accidentally switched with the wrong person or got, yeah, that, yeah. that was a, that was a, a jambalaya a few years ago. Wasn't that, was, was that, that the, the open? British open? Yeah, it was at the open. That was at the Open Championship? Yeah. He got uh, DQ'd for that thing, and it was weird because, again, he kept the card correctly, but it was on his own card or something. They didn't switch cards or something like that. Mm. So the numbers lined up, but they were with the wrong name. And anyway, so that that was one. The, the other one, uh, Ian Woosnam with the extra driver in his bag. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Give me the driver. Which one? Which one, yeah. Of all the caddy <laughs> lines ever uttered, which driver? <laughs> Woozy wasn't too happy with that one. That was at the Open Championship, it, too. I think it was. On the on the second hole, because the, it never would have happened, but the first hole was a par three. Mm. That's correct. How often does... I, I mean, talk about just meant to be, right? <laughs> just, there's no other way that could have ever happened, except at that one golf course. <laughs> what course was it? Royal something. Royal something. <laughs> that's the be- that's the best answer to which course was the open played that year. Royal something. I like that. Yeah, oh well, yeah. Sure. Well done. Oh, that was so. Fifty-eight shots and ten shots by Marcel Seam. Um, that gives new meaning to Teddy True Strokes, huh? Teddy True Strokes is just. You know who has? There's a caddy who has three two-shot penalties in his career. What? That would be, yes, the infamous, and Bob, you know him very well, and he's a great caddy, the infamous Cubby Burke, John Burke. The one that I remember well was San Diego, Phil Mickelson, Bones, Cubby. I wonder if Cubby was working for Davis back then. This might have been with Davis Love. But they were they made the turn at San Diego at Torrey, and this was Phil's probably first or second year. And Bones says to Phil, they're playing the same number titleist as Davis or whoever company was working for. So Bones says to Phil, hey, go in and get another sleeve of balls with a different number. 
And Phil says, no, we'll be fine. Very next ball, they both hit the wrong ball. Mm. <laughs> yep. So, but I think Cubby's got three of them. If he doesn't, then I'm putting one on him. Yeah, what does the caddy know? No need to go get another ball. Nah. Greg, Greg Herman, who are, I, whose last name I'm probably not mis- I'm probably mispronouncing. But Greg, who worked for Retief when he won his U.S. Open, one of his U.S. Opens, very, very well-known caddy. I think he's a Schwartzel now. Anyway. His nickname is helpful because in his first year on the European tour, it was raining, and he held the umbrella over his player as his player was putting. <laughs> so he became he became helpful. Helpful, huh? Helpful. <laughs> and is it a penalty to hold the the yes. umbrella oh, while you're that's putting? A two, that's a, that's a two shotter. That's a two banger. Is that does that two really bangers. need to be really though? I mean, why is that a penalty? Oh, that's huge. If you could have an umbrella over you when you're putting and it's raining, are you kidding me? Why not? Yeah, you don't have water dropping off the bill of your cap oh, or goodness. it's 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 like there. it's like throwing down a towel and kneeling on it. It's yeah, like another another thing that another thing that shouldn't be a penalty. Oh, it's it's way better than the kneel the towel kneeler. The towel kneeler look, here's the problem I have with Stads getting with doing that. Dad is the last guy in the world who's going to care whether his pants get dirty. What's he doing? From I mean, he doesn't care whether his pants are dirty. That was so out of character. And I could see Adam Scott doing that because he's got to look like GQ model when he gets done with the round. It's like when he started. I love, you know that what, was, you know, what's great about this is we're sitting here having this conversation. We're throwing out all these, you mentioned the towel incident and caddy knows exactly Craig Stadler, Tory pines under the tree. I mean, it's like, you don't even, you don't even have to wonder. It's like, wait, which towel incident are we talking about? You know, it's like, how do we remember that stuff? It's, it's just becomes golf lore. It's interesting. Yeah. He finished like top five, like maybe fourth or something like that and got disqualified. And that's the difference with the big, the big penalty never could have happened because it's no longer a DQ because that would have been an incorrect scorecard. Correct. Yeah. Let me just say something about rules since we're talking about it. And by the way, this is not to excuse the 58 shots, but when it comes to this type of thing, I happened to go to a preseason NBA game the other night and I watching these officials, they are so bad. Like it's not even funny how bad, like they're just awful. And, you know, we, we've seen it in college football, and yet it's part of the game. The, the, the play can go on. Players can get um, caught up with holding penalties that don't get called. They can get flagged for pass interference when they weren't uh, causing pass interference. You know, and it's just whatever the referee decides. And yet golf is scrutinized with the HD video and to the nth degree. Slow motion. It's, it's really kind of an interesting, you know, deal. Like, to me... Throw the towel down, Neil, hit the shot. Like, is, is throwing the towel down to Neil so you don't get your pants dirty actually going to help Stadler win the freaking tournament? Is holding an umbrella over a guy? I mean, come on. Really? I got, I got, one, I got one thing to say about rules. There's no gambling at Bushwood. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to know right there about golf and rules. Jack Nicklaus caddied for Gary in the U.S. Open qualifying. And didn't notice that Gary had an extra club in the bag and got him a four-shot penalty once. <laughs> so you know Jack, what I would have said so, if so I was Jack's just, got a four-shotter on his record. Jack's got a four-shotter on his record. You know what I would have said if I had been in that group caddying? I would have gone up to Jack and said, Jack, just 
just stick to what you're good at. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You do your job. Let me do mine. Oh, I don't think anyone's going to say anything to Jack. That's the beauty of it, right? Oh, man. Jack, Jack is – did I ever tell you about the Hannibal Lecter incident? I don't know, no, but it's probably us. worth saying again. <laughs> we were paired. Zach Johnson it was in our group. Damon and Zach were in the group. But we were paired with Jack Nicholas in his final PGA Tour event at, at the Memorial, mm. which was awesome. And that was a really cool 36 holes. I think Jack actually made the cut. He holed one out on 12 on the par 3. He flew it in the hole with a seven iron and it bounced up and almost actually ended up on the fringe. And Jack goes, uh, looks right at me and goes, where'd that go? You know, that's classic Jack. Every shot, where'd that go? Cause he couldn't see a thing. He's been like that forever. So even when he was younger, he couldn't see. But, um, on the 17th hole, he has to fire a three wood in there on the par four for a second shot. Just hits it all over the pen, but it comes up just short of the green. Chips it. Almost chips it in, foot from the hole, caps it in. It was a great par, super chip shot, awesome second shot. And so I walk over to Jack, standing there on the side of the green. And I said, Jack, how good was that three wood? And he looks right at me with that dead serious look right through you, Nicholas look that he has. And he goes, oh, yeah, when that ball was in the air, I was like, he did the Hannibal Lecter thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so unexpected and out of character. It just it disturbed me for several days afterwards. I I almost had to go into therapy about that just to not think about it when I was going to sleep at night. I was checking under my bed, making sure the doors were locked. It was tough, but yeah, I, I wasn't expecting Jack to come up with that one out of nowhere. Different Jack, so huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a great story to end on right there. Caddy, as always, we appreciate it, man. Hey, we beat the rules up a little bit. We had some fun, and always good to chat with you. Thank you. That was the Caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. Show continues next. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant. Game changers, even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts. No more solution. No more glasses. Instantly, I could see. There was no pain. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. The first tee can teach young people how to hit a driver or how to stop a ball out of a bunker. But true success is measured by how well they perform off the golf course, by how well they use values like confidence, perseverance, and integrity in their daily lives. The first tee helps young men and women become better golfers, but even more important, better people. Get involved. Visit thefirsttee.org. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Tee it up at Uinta Golf with the new arrivals from Cleveland Golf. Turbocharge your game with the new Cleveland Launcher HB Turbo Driver that delivers more speed for higher, longer, and straighter drives. And the Launcher HP Turbo Irons, which deliver maximum forgiveness, higher trajectory, and increased ball speed for more accurate and longer shots. And the Launcher UHX Irons deliver the perfect blend of distance and accuracy. Let us help you get custom fit for free today at Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. It's brought to you in part by Zion's Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. And, of course, broadcasting from our Hoops Vision studios. Go to hoopsvision.com today and uh, sign up for your free comprehensive consultation. No obligation. And all you got to do is just go and mention Real Golf Radio and you can save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure. I'm telling you, it's the best decision you will make. It's super easy and it's these guys are the best. Latest in technology, everything that we talk about can't go wrong with our friends at hoops vision on hoopsvision.com as we mentioned had a chance to catch up with jeff babineau our good friend writing for morning read you can uh, check that out if you haven't subscribed morningread.com it's really really good stuff but uh, babs joined us in hour number one hey uh, let's let's talk some golf uh as far as professional wise goes uh, what's your take just so far uh from what you've seen from the beginning of this fall schedule on the new season uh, what is your take what has kind of stood out to you well, it's a lot. I mean, it's, it's we go a long time without seeing a lot of the big names. That's why I think this week it's kind of nice to see Brooks Kept out there, you know, Justin Thomas out there, Spieth out playing, you know. Because, uh, I mean, the Tour Championship now, it's been, been a long time since we watched that last putt drop there. 
And uh, so we, we filled out the fall. There's, what, 10, 11 events now. You have a, a three-event Asia swing. And, and my goodness, the money they're playing for in the Asia swing is just it's eye-popping. I mean, if you're eligible, why wouldn't you go out there? I mean, one of the, the purse in China is $10.2 million. The others wow. are almost 10 I mean, you can really make some hay and set yourself up for for the 2020 season. I think yeah, that's why some of the bigger names are going out there because they you do have to play a little bit. You can't just show up anymore when the Florida swing starts and think you're going to just catch everyone. So you got to get out there, get some FedEx Cup points in the bank, and, and kind of keep your game going year-round these days. You know, that's kind of interesting you say FedEx Cup points in the bank because it used to be you get some money in the bank, and and that was yeah. what everything was termed on. Now it's FedEx Cup points, but like you said, uh, these these tournaments have big purses. And another one that's going in, it's only a one-day event, is the is the Japan Skins game where Tiger and Hideki Matsuyama and Rory and Jason Day are playing. Right. Yeah, they've had some entertaining commercials for that, you know, little skits. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're certainly going to dole out some nice money there, too. It's a... It's, uh, Good time for the uh, Brinks trucks. I don't know if they have those in Asia, but they might need them. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, as you say, in the old days, if you want a major, this might be the time of year you would you might play the Dunlop Phoenix in Japan or go play the Ned Bank in South Africa and chase a little of that appearance money. Um, but nowadays, you know, they, they kind of have this built-in Asia swing. It's, it's big cash. In the last two years, we've seen Justin Thomas winning South Korea and Brooks kept going in South Korea, and it really gets you off to a monster start, you know. So so why not do it and try to get a jump on some of these guys that might not be there? I'm glad you brought up the entertaining skits and stuff for the Skins game because uh, they really are quite entertaining. I mean, yeah. the, the Japanese sure. lesson was was pretty the good. Japanese and, lesson was great. And, you know, and to see these these guys, you know, I mean, especially Tiger. I mean, wow. Uh, you know, 15, 10, let's just go five years ago, you would have never thought you'd see Tiger in this type of a setting where he's, you know, playing along and having fun and, you know, yucking it up like one of the guys. It was always Tiger way out there and then everybody else, right? And he's squarely yeah. one of the guys, and he likes it. I, you know, him bouncing and dancing across the fairways with Jimmy Fallon last <laughs> yeah. week. Uh, that wasn't stuff he did, you know, it wasn't. It? So it's so kind of out of the character we're used to seeing. I think it's entertaining. I think it's cool that we see the side of Tiger like that. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's fun. I mean, the Fallon thing was fun. The Skins game thing is fun. And I'm sure they'll have a little uh, – yeah, they'll have some talk going during the, the Skins game, too, which will be good entertainment. Am I the only one that got nervous seeing Tiger d- trying to chest bump Jimmy Fallon? Like, no, 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 please <laughs> yeah, don't hurt your back, yeah. man. Don't, don't, something's going <laughs> to. Wait a second. You just had knee surgery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there, there's the cringe factor when he tried to do the Kevin Nana. Yeah. Race and fall into the cup, and he gets up real quick, and you're like, please tell me his back's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we need a healthy Tiger. We we haven't seen a whole lot of that guy since the Masters, uh, so we need to see a healthy Tiger. You know, you put him in the mix with all these young kids on the rise, and that's the perfect cocktail for golf. You know, we know he's going to play the Zozo Championship, that skins game also in Japan, um, and then, uh, you know, probably the Hero World Challenge. What do you think, What do you think, Tiger, uh, What are, when the President's Cup's done, what do you think we're going to think of Tiger as a captain in, in uh, of a of a team, uh, international team. 
Well, I mean, I think he's going to have some young guys that really relish playing for him. You know, I mean, you know, these guys, you want to show up for every captain. You know, these guys, I'm sure, wanted to play well for Jim Furyk, too. But I think it's, you know, the fact that he's inspired so many of these younger guys, it means something to play for him. Like, I think, you know, Gary Woodland right now is on the outside looking in. You know, he had the Twins late this year. It's a good time. He can kind of take it easy and not get on that big plane ride to Australia. But I think he would love to go play for Tiger Woods, you know. And he would love to show himself as a good team guy, you know, as a, as a team sport guy in the past that all of a sudden opens your eyes up for the 2020 Ryder Cup too. So, you know, these guys, you know, Tony Finau I think loves that. Uh, I think Kepka's kind of emerged as a different – he certainly his persona has emerged from being a quiet guy to being a guy that other guys are going to look up to there. So it, it's just interesting that what these cup teams can do and uh, I think Tiger will be a good captain. I think he'll let his guys play, but I think they'll be inspired to play for him. I can tell you firsthand that talking to Tony, he thinks that would be cool. And, and Tony's comment was being on Tiger's first team. <laughs> you know, uh, right. making you know reference to the fact that Tiger's probably, like Jack and Arnie before him, probably going to captain a few of these things and uh, be on Tiger's first would be, would be super cool. And I think Tony's a lock, right? He's number nine. I think there's, I don't remember, at least in the time that I've been doing it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember a time when the first guy out didn't get a pick. It feels like the precedent is there for first guy who didn't make points is in, especially with four picks. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's funny because I think there was a Golf Digest piece today that kind of gave the odds of these guys. They had Ricky as the top guy. Ricky is a guy, in my mind, that you could almost leave home this year. Uh, you know, nothing. He's a he's a great player and a great kid, and everybody wants him on that team. But you know, he's kind of in marriage mode. He's played hasn't played since the Tour Championship. He's only going to play in Mexico before he would go to Australia. Uh, you know, you mentioned Tony. I think Tony's a total lock, uh, and I want a guy like Woodland. I want to see what he does in a team atmosphere. I I'm going to want Patrick Reed on my team. Uh, I I don't see Phil or Tiger playing. I you know, I mean, who knows? Tiger might. He could pick himself. But mm. I, I don't think he's really done enough to earn it. I think there's some other guys that kind of earn that spot, and, and that's where he should go. But, uh, you know, however they go, they'll, they're will going to have four quality guys, and Ernie Els will be challenged to, you know, get 12 deep to really stick with these guys. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. I mean, Royal Melbourne's the one place where the internationals won. So, uh, you know, we'll certainly be tuning in to see how it goes. Yeah, and I was going to ask you that. Uh, what about that venue? Is it is it going to be an advantage for the international team uh, with with the venue there at Royal Melbourne? And also, um, you know, you didn't mention Jordan Spieth, uh, who's had a lot of success in cup type of uh, play for team play. So um, thoughts on him as well. Right. Yeah, no, he, he's in my mix. I mean, he's got to show something. I think he's just in such a mental battle right now, right? He can't get out of his own way. Uh, so he probably needs to show something in Asia. I mean, it's not totally uncommon ground for him to kind of take a few steps back. And then and I remember a few years ago, he went down and won in Australia. He came back when Tiger's event was uh, at Isleworth and won. And all of a sudden he had a monster 2015 where he was chasing a grand slam. So yeah, certainly you expect him to get back. You, you expect him to be on these teams, but right now he's got some guys to leap. He's going to make this one. 
Yeah, it is interesting. You mentioned Patrick Reed. He's a little bit of a – by the way, I don't think Tiger nor Phil should be on that team. Certainly not Phil. Uh, We know he's searching and resetting his body and all that kind of stuff. Tiger, I mean, I'd love to watch Tiger play. Everybody would love to watch Tiger play. But I don't – I mean, with Tigers, to me, that's – I think he should be the captain and just be the captain. That's my opinion. But but uh, Patrick Reed's an interesting one. I, on the one hand, you go, God, after what we saw and his wife and all this stuff, I, I don't know if I want him on my cup team. But at the same time, you almost look at it as, man, we need guys like that that play at their highest level like he did you know, two years ago, four years ago, I guess three years ago in, in the Ryder Cup at uh, here in the U.S., we need when he went Rory, you know, one on one with Rory McIlroy. We need a guy like that that can match that level of intensity in Ryder Cup play. So maybe if we could get him some confidence back and get him back into make sure everything's in good graces with the team prior to Ryder Cup next year, that might be a good thing. Yeah, I mean it's nice that he got that green jacket at Augusta, but he could be a guy whose best event is the Ryder Cup or you know these Cup matches. You know, we haven't had that for so long. I mean, there was a time, you know, certainly when, when Bob's dad was playing and they, and they were rolling over guys, we had great U.S. Ryder Cup players, right? But you have to go back a long time. I always point back to, like, maybe Lanny Watkins or, you know, Paven was strong maybe, but you've got to go back a long way. So we've had great Cup players, which is kind of amazing, you know. Phil's had his turn and Tiger's had his turn and Jim Furyk's had his turn. And all of a sudden you have this Patrick Reed come up and it, you can tell it really – means something and it raises the level of his performance and that that means something and I think a big key with him is who his captain's going to be and, and he, he's pretty you know Tiger understands him probably better than most I think Tiger appreciates his fire so I don't think Tiger would have any second uh, any second thoughts about putting him on a team you know Brian and I were talking about this a couple of weeks ago we're in just conversation back and forth with each other um, and we were talking about what was different about about those guys in the 70s, you know, 60s, 70s, early 80s, as compared to guys now. And, uh, you know, I, I told him, I said, you know, those guys on on tour, Jack and and my dad and and uh, Tom Watson, and those guys were eking out a living and they were they had to be competitive um, and and play right. hard to uh, to eke out a living. Um, you know, they weren't making a million and a half dollars or more for every tournament they won on tour now. And it was almost a different mindset or a different mentality. Right. Yeah. And I, and I think those days, you look at those days when it was GB and I, certainly the U S probably brought a lot more depth to it. Right. Uh, you had personalities like Jack and Arnold were dogged rivals in their playing days, but they would come together and play together in the Ryder cup. Um, yeah, I think if you look back tactically, uh, I, I like Jim Furyk. He spent a lot of time with him. You know, I was writing a lot for RyderCup.com. Spent a lot of time with him leading into the last Ryder Cup in, in Paris. And, and I, I think it was a tactical mistake to break up uh, Spieth and Reed. You had a, you had a known quantity there. Uh, you were making Jordan happy, I think, to play with Justin. Who knows? You know, they, they could be a great team too, but. Uh, it just kind of threw everything a little bit out of kilter, you know, and the, the way the rookies kind of got thrown out in, in the almost the opposite formats you would think they'd be put out, you know, foursomes instead of four ball, little things like that. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's a lot more relaxed in the, in the President's Cup for sure. These guys, you know, in the Ryder Cup, you always tell them to 
hey, we need you to be relaxed, but it's just hard to do because there's always this huge boulder hanging over your head if you're a U.S. player and you don't want to see that happen again. So uh, I think they just they actually do get to relax in the President's Cup and perform a little closer to their abilities. And, uh, you know, so we'll see what this young team does. It could be the first team since, I think, 93 when you didn't have a Tiger Phil or Jim Furyk on it. That's crazy. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. Unfortunately, uh, you know, time flies when you're having fun and talking golf with you. So, uh, hey, uh, but congratulations on uh, being one short of the number of penalties, uh, you know, in one round. I mean, oh, you got to feel for her, man. Yeah. I thought I thought your 59 watch comment was the best one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, new meaning to the 59 watch. I, you would think someone somewhere along the line might have mentioned something to her. Uh, off to the side of a green, like, uh, you know, you might not want to have your caddy line you up anymore. But uh, a little unfortunate. Glad she took it with a smile and enjoyed her, her two days of golf. <laughs> That's tough. That's a tough deal. If you don't know what we're talking about, check it out online. 58 penalty shots in two rounds. That, like she yeah. said, hey, maybe I got in the Guinness Book of World Records. Not the way you want to, yeah. but maybe you did. So, <laughs> yeah, a, guy, a guy got slapped with 10 today on the Euro Tour. That's small potatoes. You're right. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't even make headlines after 58. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marcel seen with a little, uh, little 10 shotter. Yeah. Too bad. Lift clean in place when it wasn't. Uh, that'll happen. So, All right, that was Jeff Babineau joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Segment brought to you in part by Barbecue Pit Stop. Three locations up and down the Wasatch Front. They are your barbecue pros, the pros pros. This is where you go if you want to be a barbecue pit stop master. Lehigh, Layton, or Salt Lake. And, of course, barbecuepitstop.com. Bob, time for that. They will hook you up. That time Both of year. Guys. What do you cook? Oh, yeah. or, or that time of day. Sorry, what are you cooking this weekend? On your smoker. I'm probably going to do pork chops this weekend. Oh, man. I just did pork chops. You know what I chops? saw the other day? Yeah. I saw a guy that got a big loin of pork, and he cut it. He cut it in two slices, and then he did a braided pork loin. Oh. He braided the pork loin and then rubbed it, and that's how he cooked it. Well, that's a little Smoked fancy it. for me, but yeah, that sounds yeah, good. Yeah, but it sounds really good. Well, I just t- I t- I got those thick-cut pork chops from Costco. Giddy up. And put a little bit of the uh, pork star rub from mm-hmm. barbecue pit stop I like pork star yeah that's their in-house rub which is fantastic ribs pulled pork any pork product is just unbelievable so you throw some of that on there and then you know cook that thing i, I think i have it at what is it at 225 i think i put yep. it on for about an hour and then i fire that sucker up to about 500 degrees and sear it and then man it is so good that's what i mean so we've been doing leftovers the last couple of days of those pork chops are fantastic there you go if you want to cook it all up and do what you do get everything you need rub sauces your Traegers, your Yoders, whatever you need, you can get it at a barbecue pit stop and barbecuepitstop.com. More of the show next. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. You might know Mountainland Supply for its turf irrigation products and design services, but did you know that Mountainland Supply also carries holiday lighting? As the temperatures drop and the clubs go in the closet and your spouse says, it's time to get the holiday lights up, 
Think Mountain Land Supply. They can help you design and calculate the exact feed of strands that you need to make your home sparkle this year. Using smartphone technology, you can control thousands and thousands of color options with the push of a button. For all your holiday lighting, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant. Game changers, even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts. No more solution. No more glasses. Instantly, I could see. There was no pain. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Tee it up at Uinta Golf with the new fall arrivals from Mizuno. Discover layers of feel with the new MP20 range. The MP20 is the ultimate muscle back. The MP20 MMC uses multi-material construction for legendary feel and performance. And the MP20 HMB is a playable set of hollow tungsten enhanced irons for many skill levels. Let us help you get custom fit for free today. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. The segment brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, 801-222-2222, Siegfried and Jensen. Uh, we appreciate you being with us. We had a chance to talk to Sean Toulon earlier in hour number two, introducing some new putters. Here's a portion of the interview. You have to go out to uh, realgolfradio.com or at realgolf if you want to hear it in its entirety. However, here is uh, Sean releasing the new 10 and Bird of Prey putters. Well, um, I've been working on, on both of them for a long time. One is a shape that I think a lot of golfers will have seen. 
um, are the number 10 shape, which has really become a tour, um, kind of a tour favorite. And um, it's our rendition, I guess you could say, of a spider. Spiders, you know, they've done a really nice job. Uh, we know a lot about the design of that one and felt like here we could do some things to, to really improve upon uh, the bones of that and, and give it our own look and, and, and really improve the performance. So we've done some things um, with multi-material construction that would improve the MOI by uh, at least at least 20%. Um, we think really improve the feel. And I think the reason why we're getting so many of these in play, Phil putting it in play, and, and Phil loves it. Taylor Gooch finishing fourth with it last week. Um, put it in play. It's been our number one model already in the first three weeks. It's been the number one Odyssey model on tour. In fact, in Japan the first week, it wasn't just the number one Odyssey model. It was the number one model of all in its first week. So that's pretty incredible stuff. But um, the way it looks, the way it sounds, the way it feels, and what golfers are are, and tour pros are really telling us, the stability of it, especially being married to the, the stroke lab shaft and the weighting, and the way that we got the putter to sit flat on the ground and square. So a lot of these higher MOI putters require a lot of manipulation to get it to kind of sit the way you want. Uh, and both Bird of Prey and our number 10 don't require any. So um, it's, it's easy to align, rolls the ball beautifully. I had one golfer, to, uh, one of the tour pros, ask us, gee, Sean, is the ball supposed to hug the ground like that after I make contact? And I, <laughs> well, that's kind of the idea, unless you're trying to fly it in, which I wouldn't recommend you try. Uh, but but the point is, you can really see the way the ball rolls, and it's different and really really good. I'm so glad you brought up the li- setting it down and lining it up. I thought it was yeah. going crazy. I'm like, I set these things down. I'm like, it's it's all over the place. How am I supposed? You know, I like to set it down and have it be where I set it down. And and so that that's right. a big. I I, I I appreciate that you recognize that because I thought it was just maybe some weird idiosyncrasy that I had, but it always bothered me. And so I haven't seen this putter yet, but to be able to put it down and have it sit and rest square is to me that's yeah. a huge improvement. It's it's really it's really important, and I can tell you, being part of the original Spider um, design way back when, um, the initial one, you know, the way, when you set it down, it wanted to flop open, and that happens with a lot of these high MOI designs. And you know, that means now, you know, for me, I had to grip it strong, and that was weird. And why would I? I, I you know, it was just tough. And and there's no reason um, that you should have to make any changes um, with the way you would grip a putter to get it to sole right. So, um, but that's something that Austi and the team spent a lot of time here to get right and did a really, really wonderful job. And it looks like a muscle car engine on the bottom end. (laughs) Yeah. So that's a, that's an interesting thing. That's a, that's a polymer. We call it a puck. So here, here's more hockey. There you go. um, There you go. But it's a very lightweight, uh, polymer that's, that's in the center of it. So that allows us to number one, get a lot of weight out of the center of the putter. We didn't want this putter to be massive, but we wanted it to have massive MOI, which means we had to go to multi-material construction. So taking this polymer puck, putting it in the middle, that puck only weighs about 20 grams. So, uh, But it also helps to create the basis for the sole plate, which helps the putter sit so well. All right, that'll do it for us. Again, thanks to Dave Glauser, our producer. For Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. Thanks to all of our sponsors. And again, a hearty welcome to our new sponsor, Mountainland Supply, the official Rainbird Golf Irrigation Supplier in the state of Utah. If you want your lawn to look as good as your favorite golf course, stop by the Where the Pros Shop at Mountainland Supply or go to mountainlandsupply.com. That'll do it for us. We'll see you next week right here on Real Golf Radio. 
Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. 